0: are listening to true crime fiction feeding your addiction to the best of the written and the spoken word in crime if you would like to support the podcast you can do so for as little as one pound at patreon.com slash true crime fiction Genre crossovers in most entertainment can work incredibly well, such as horror comedy. The reason that this works so well is that horror and comedy are two sides of the same coin. They both rely on the unexpected for the big payoff and so mould well together. Not so much true crime and romance. Sure, there are couples in crime... Bonnie and Clyde, Starkweather and Fugate, who natural-born killers Mickey and Mallory was based on, and later Ian Brady and Myra Hindley. While there are a few big-name couples where both are active in a crime, that tends to be the exception rather than the rule. But even more rare are couples where one is a criminal and the other is a serving police officer as in the case of Wondry's latest podcast, Stolen Hearts. We start the series with Jill Evans, who lives in a small village in Wales and joins the police and progresses through the force. Jill, like many of us at points in our lives, has been unlucky in love. She's had three engagements, two divorces and one affair. Again, like many of us, Jill turns to the apps in the hope that she may be able to find something lasting. She meets Dean and they immediately hit it off and romance blossoms. So far, so romantic. Jill and Dean are in love with each other and they start to make plans for the future. There are a few red flags, but, you know, everyone ignores the old red flag in the honeymoon stage. Jill, however, is soon to find out that Dean has another life. One where he not only has a wife in London, but where he robs banks with a gun. Jill only finds out when Dean is arrested and she herself is questioned by police. It must be truly devastating to find out someone you love was withholding fundamental information from you. But Jill controversially sticks by her man. Well, that in itself is not so unusual and I suspect Jill's pregnancy probably had something to do with it, the fact that Jill, a police sergeant, did not immediately cooperate with the police and instead appeared to run interference for her bank robber lover is difficult to swallow. Even more so when she sells her story to a magazine and is unsurprisingly forced to resign. It's difficult to know exactly what was going through Dean's head. Most criminals would not seriously date a police officer, but on the other hand, Dean also had a business making and selling men's grooming product in a range called The Governor with cheeky crime-themed names. Maybe he did really fall in love, but I suspect he was probably someone who enjoyed or was even addicted to taking risks. Throughout the podcast, it's hard not to shake one's head and wonder what on earth Jill was thinking. We've all fallen for a bad boy, but I know very few people who, when their partner's poor behaviour was revealed, tanked their own careers over it. It is very easy to think that Jill should have known better. After all, she wasn't a new woman on the beat. She was a police sergeant, which carries significant responsibility with it. Here, perhaps, we get to the crux of what is really uncomfortable in Stolen Hearts. The fact that we expect our police to somehow exist from the rest of the population, not ruled by and consumed by the same personal flaws, stresses and criticisms, they are meant to be both compassionate in their policing while also being morally upstanding, more so than the rest of the population, which, given the inherent messiness of human existence, is a tall order for many of us. At a time when the police in the UK are under more scrutiny than ever due to the Met Britain's biggest force safely harbouring rapists, people with various levels of sexual offending and domestic abusers for Decades, Jill's poor decision making appears tame in comparison.